Letter seven of the borough by George Crabbe. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Letter seven. Professions. Physic. Finerent multi lithomala, credula vitam spes alit et malius cross fore semper ait. Tibullus. He fell to juggle, cant and cheat for as those fowls that live in water are never wet he did but smatter whate'er he laboured to appear his understanding still was clear a paltry wretch he had half starved that him in place of zany served butler hudibras the worth and excellence of the true physician merit not the sole cause of success modes of advancing reputation motives of medical men for publishing their works the great evil of quackery present state of advertising quacks their hazard some fail and why causes of success how men of understanding are prevailed upon to have recourse to empirics and to permit their names to be advertised evils of quackery to nervous females to youth to infants history of an advertising empiric and so on next to a graver tribe we turn our view and yield the praise to worth and science due but this with serious words and sober style for these are friends with whom we seldom smile helpers of men they're called and we confess theirs the deep study theirs the lucky guess we own that numbers join with care and skill a temperate judgment a devoted will men who suppress their feelings but who feel the painful symptoms they delight to heal patient in all their trials they sustain the starts of passion the reproach of pain with hearts affected but with looks serene intent they wait through all the solemn scene glad if a hope should rise from nature's strife to aid their skill and save the lingering life but this must virtue's generous effort be and spring from nobler motives than a fee to the physician of the soul and these turn the distressed for safety hope and ease but as physicians of that nobler kind have their warm zealots and their sectaries blind so among these for knowledge most renowned are dreamers strange and stubborn bigots found some too admitted to this honoured name have without learning found a way to fame and some by learning young physicians write to set their merit in the fairest light with them a treatise in a bait that draws approving voices tis to gain applause and to exalt them in the public view more than a life of worthy toil could do when tis proposed to make the man renowned in every age convenient doubts abound convenient themes in every period start which he may treat with all the pomp of art curious conjectures he may always make and either side of dubious questions take he may a system broach or if he please start new opinions of an old disease or may some simple in the woodland trace and be its patron till it runs its race as rustic damsels from their woods are won and live in splendour till their race be run it weighs not much on what their powers be shown when all his purpose is to make them known 
to show the world what long experience gains requires not courage though it calls for pains but at life's outset to inform mankind is a bold effort of a valiant mind the great good man for noblest cause displays what many labours taught and many days these sound instruction from experience give and others show us how they mean to live that they have genius and they hope mankind will to its efforts be no longer blind there are beside whom powerful friends advance whom fashion favours person patrons chance and merit sighs to see a fortune made by daring rashness or by dull parade but these are trifling evils there is one which walks unchecked and triumphs in the sun there was a time when we beheld the quack on public stage the licensed trade attack he made his laboured speech with poor parade and then a laughing zany lent him aid smiling we passed him but we felt the while pity so much that soon we ceased to smile assured that fluent speech and flowery vest disguised the troubles of a man distressed but now our quacks are gamesters and they play with craft and skill to ruin and betray with monstrous promise they delude the mind and thrive on all that tortures humankind void of all honour avaricious rash the daring tribe compound their boasted trash tincture of syrup lotion drop or pill all tempt the sick to trust the lying bill and twenty names of cobblers turned to squires aid the bold language of these blushless liars there are among them those who cannot read and yet they'll buy a patent and succeed will dare to promise dying sufferers aid for who when dead can threaten or upbraid with cruel avarice still they recommend more draughts more syrup to the journey's end i feel it not but then take it every hour it makes me worse why then it shows its power i fear to die let not your spirits sink you're always safe while you believe and drink how strange to add in this nefarious trade that men of parts are dupes by dunces made that creatures nature meant should clean our streets have purchased lands and mansions parks and seats wretches with conscience so obtuse they leave their untaught sons their parents to deceive and when they're laid upon their dying bed no thought of murder comes into their head nor one revengeful ghost to them appears to fill the soul with penitential fears yet not the whole of this imposing train their gardens seats and carriages obtain chiefly indeed they to the robbers fall who are most fitted to disgrace them all but there is hazard patents must be bought vendors and puffers for the poison sought and then in many a paper through the year must cures and cases oaths and proofs appear men snatched from graves as they were dropping in their lungs coughed up their bones pierced through their skin their liver all one cirrus and the frame poisoned with evils which they dare not name 
men who spent all upon physicians fees who never slept nor had a moment's ease are now as roaches sound and all as brisk as bees if the sick gudgeons to the bait attend and come in shoals the angler gains his end but should the advertising cash be spent ere yet the town has due attention lent then bursts the bubble and the hungry cheat pines for the bread he ill deserves to eat it is a lottery and he shares perhaps the rich man's feast or begs the pauper's scraps from powerful causes spring the empiric's gains man's love of life his weakness and his pains these first induce him the vile trash to try then lend his name that other men may buy this love of life which in our nature rules to vile imposture makes us dupes and tools then pain compels the impatient soul to seize on promised hopes of instantaneous ease and weakness too with every wish complies worn out and won by importunities troubled with something in your bile or blood you think your doctor does you little good and grown impatient you require in haste the nervous cordial nor dislike the taste it comforts heals and strengthens nay you think it makes you better every time you drink then lend your name you're loath but yet confess its powers are great and so you acquiesce yet think a moment ere your name you lend with whose tis placed and what you recommend who tipples brandy will some comfort feel but will he to the medicine set his seal wait and you'll find the cordial you admire has added fuel to your fever's fire say should a robber chance your purse to spare would you the honour of the man declare would you assist his purpose swell his crime besides he might not spare a second time compassion sometimes sets the fatal sign the man was poor and humbly begged a line else how should noble names and titles back the spreading praise of some adventurous quack but he the moment watches and entreats your honour's name your honour joins the cheats you judged the medicine harmless and you lent what help you could and with the best intent but can it please you thus to league with all whom he can beg or bribe to swell the scrawl would you these wrappers with your name adorn which hold the poison for the yet unborn no class escapes them from the poor man's pay the nostrum takes no trifling part away see those square patent bottles from the shop now decoration to the cupboard's top and there a favourite hoard you'll find within companions meet the julep and the gin time too with cash is wasted tis the fate of real helpers to be called too late this find the sick when time and patience gone death with a tenfold terror hurries on suppose the case surpasses human skill there comes a quack to flatter weakness still what greater evil can a flatterer do than from himself to take the sufferer's view to turn from sacred thoughts his reasoning powers and rob a sinner of his dying hours yet this they dare 
and craving to the last in hope's strong bondage hold their victim fast for soul or body no concern have they all their inquiry can the patient pay and will he swallow draughts until his dying day observe what ills to nervous females flow when the heart flutters and the pulse is low if once induced these cordial sips to try all feel the ease and few the danger fly for while obtained of drams they've all the force and when denied then drams are the resource nor these the only evils there are those who for the troubled mind prepare repose they write the young are tenderly addressed much danger hinted much concern expressed they dwell on freedoms lads are prone to take which makes the doctor tremble for their sake still if the youthful patient will but trust in one so kind so pitiful and just if he will take the tonic all the time and hold but moderate intercourse with crime the sage will gravely give his honest word that strength and spirits shall be both restored in plainer english if you mean to sin fly to the drops and instantly begin who would not lend a sympathizing sigh to hear yon infant's pity-moving cry that feeble sob unlike the new-born note which came with vigour from the opening throat when air and light first rushed on lungs and eyes and there was life and spirit in the cries now an abortive faint attempt to weep is all we hear sensation is asleep the boy was healthy and at first expressed his feelings loudly when he failed to rest when crammed with food and tightened every limb to cry aloud was what pertained to him then the good nurse who had she borne a brain had sought the cause that made her babe complain has all her efforts loving soul applied to set the cry and not the cause aside she gave her powerful sweet without remorse the sleeping cordial she had tried its force repeating oft the infant freed from pain rejected food but took the dose again sinking to sleep while she her joy expressed that her dear charge could sweetly take his rest soon may she spare her cordial not a doubt remains but quickly he will rest without this moves our grief and pity and we sigh to think what numbers from these causes die but what contempt and anger should we show did we the lives of these impostors know ere for the worlds i left the cares of school one i remember who assumed the fool a part well suited when the idler boys would shout around him and he loved the noise they called him neddy Nettie had the art to play with skill his ignominious part when he his trifles would for sale display and act the mimic for a schoolboy's pay for many years he plied his humble trade and used his tricks and talents to persuade the fellow barely read but chanced to look among the fragments of a tattered book where after many efforts made to spell one puzzling word he found it oxymel a potent thing twas said to cure the ills of ailing lungs the oxymel of squills 
squills he procured but found the bitter strong and most unpleasant none would take it long but the pure acid and the sweet would make a medicine numbers would for pleasure take there was a fellow near an artful knave who knew the plan and much assistance gave he wrote the puffs and every talent plied to make it sell it sold <laughs> and then he died now all the profit fell to ned's control and pride and avarice quarrelled for his soul when mighty profits by the trash were made pride built a palace avarice groaned and paid pride placed the signs of grandeur all about and avarice barred his friends and children out now see him doctor yes the idle fool the butt the robber of the lads at school who then knew nothing and nothing since acquired became a doctor honoured and admired his dress his frown his dignity were such some who had known him thought his knowledge much nay men of skill of apprehension quick spite of their knowledge trusted him when sick though he could neither reason write nor spell they yet had hope his trash would make them well and while they scorned his parts they took his oxymel oh when his nerves had once received a shock sir isaac newton might have gone to rock hence impositions of the grossest kind hence thought is feeble understanding blind hence sums enormous by those cheats are made and deaths unnumbered by their dreadful trade alas in vain is my contempt expressed to stronger passions are their words addressed to pain to fear to terror their appeal to those who weakly reasoning strongly feel what then our hopes perhaps there may by law be method found these pests to curb and awe yet in this land of freedom law is slack with any being to commence attack then let us trust to science there are those who can their falsehoods and their frauds disclose all their vile trash detect and their low tricks expose perhaps their numbers may in time confound their arts as scorpions give themselves the wound for when these curers dwell in every place while of the cured we not a man can trace strong truth may then the public mind persuade and spoil the fruits of this nefarious trade End of letter seven.